What's going on, everybody? Leo Canell here with the Seven Figures Club Podcast. Welcome to 2021. I hope you are ready to dominate in 2021, make it your breakthrough year. Today's topic, boys and girls, my entrepreneurial friends and aspiring entrepreneurs out there, is what is the Protestant work ethic? Why should we care about it? And do you have it? Why early on in my entrepreneurial career, I lacked this Protestant work ethic that my father was always talking to me about and how you can harness this work ethic by working smarter and harder in 2021. Uh, Working smart alone is not going to do it. You're going to have to add the harder to it. So let's go. There are over 32 million businesses in the U.S. and over 90% of them will never break seven figures in annual sales. So how do we as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs break into that seven figures club? This podcast will relentlessly share the secrets, strategies, and tactics I've used to create three multi-seven figures businesses and bring in even more successful entrepreneurs than me to share their inspirational stories and tactics to success. You can create your dream business in life right now. So buckle up and let's go. All right. I hope you guys are doing awesome in 2021, ready to dominate, ready to make it your breakthrough year, that you're beginning with energy, that you're beginning with a business plan, that you've got personal targets and goals that you want to hit, that you're telling your family, your team, everybody about these targets and goals so that they hold you accountable, so you hold yourself accountable, and so that every decision and task and thing that you do on a daily basis is taking you closer towards achieving those targets and goals. So in today's topic, I wanted to broach a subject that my father used to mention all the time. He didn't exactly get into the details. My father, not a man of many words, although he is an attorney, which is funny you would think an attorney is a man of many words. My father, not a man of many words. But when he did speak, there was usually some wisdom that uh, came with those words. And one thing he would always look at me and talk to me about was if I possessed the quote-unquote work ethic, this magical work ethic that uh, led to success in all areas of life. And I remember a lot of the times when we, we would talk about work ethic, he would you know, connect it back to schoolwork, he would connect it back to manual labor work or athletic work. And so, you know, as I was growing up in the metropolis known as Beaver, Utah, where about uh, 3,000 to 3,300 people reside, that's how many live there. When I lived there in the uh, 90s, and I believe how many people still live there to this day. Great uh, community. And in the town of Beaver, sports was was and still is, you know, kind of one of those things that the whole town, uh, you know, lives and, and gains energy from. And so for my dad, it was uh, talking about, you know, the work ethic involved to succeed in sports. And he would talk about when, you know, and he was a not a big dude, uh, maybe uh, 5'10", 135 pounds, going back to the, uh, the 1960s, early 70s when he was playing high school football in Salt Lake City, Utah, going to East High. And he would talk about, you know, when they would do their laps and their conditioning with his football team and how, you know, he wasn't the biggest, fastest, strongest, but he would be, you know, consistently in the top one, two, three people they would finish on their, their conditioning laps that they, they would take around the track after football practice, and the coaches would ask about him and 
magically he was somehow able to start at defensive end although like I said not a, not a big dude of course this was uh, years ago when football players weren't quite uh, so big there wasn't as much training and, and conditioning weightlifting etc but but uh, he was able to start at defensive end and he had always there was this great story about homecoming where you know he comes off the end the uh, the big rivalry game and the other teams going to score and he hammers the running back puts his helmet right on the ball knocks the ball out picks it up runs about 90 yards gets stopped on the five yard line but helps the team win that game and attributed all of that success to his incredible work ethic and he did he does have a great work ethic and was a you know solid example for me and so i remember when i went to you know the university of utah and i'm trying to you know, learn about uh, capitalism, business, entrepreneurship. And there were some things that were taught that were useful. Not a lot, but there were some. And one of those things that was taught was uh, in uh, Professor Sanderson's uh, class. This guy was just phenomenal. And he was sharing an article by a, a Max Weber, who is uh, Weber, if you're saying it in English, but he is a German you know, capitalist uh, guy who was uh, writing, you know, different uh, articles about capitalism and how to succeed in business. And uh, he came up with one that uh, was all about the Protestant work ethic. And the Protestant work ethic essentially said, in, in my memory, in my understanding, was that if you worked incredibly hard and achieved financial success, then it was your hard work and God had chosen you, and that's why you succeeded. And you were a solid, righteous human being. Of course, we know that's certainly not always the case, that uh, successful people are not always people that we want to aspire to be like. But I would say more times than not, they are. And a lot of the mentality, especially you know, from the media and others today is that wealth is evil and successful entrepreneurs are terrible people and that of course in my experience is not true most of those successful entrepreneurs have gone through personal development and failures and lessons learned and become better human beings and striving to achieve more and it's not by chance that they were more successful and usually it's just those who are jealous or you know envious of their success who are always trying to tear them down i mean how many times do we see someone who's achieved success and the media is so happy to tear them down because the media are generally typically terrible people let's be honest that's my opinion that's what i've seen to be true but getting back to this protestant work ethic so this protestant work ethic was you know this early to bed this early to rise Benjamin Franklin ideology and if you've ever you know or you haven't uh, read Benjamin Franklin's 25-hour biography it is a phenomenal book and really phenomenal to listen to on audible I highly recommend it but there is this sense of you know what it takes to succeed in business and in entrepreneurship and some of it our principles and values that come back to success avoiding you know different types of things um, you know like uh, obviously at that time it was alcohol alcohol was something that would uh, keep people from being successful and and uh, people who had tr 
you know, trouble and they're drinking all the time. And in our uh, society, that's still true. Drugs, other things. Maybe it's fantasy football. Maybe you spend all your damn time playing fantasy football when you could be learning and launching your side hustle or building your business. And so early on in my entrepreneurial career, I thought I had this work ethic, right? And thought I had uh, achieved work, you know, this, uh, this work ethic level and I was starting to achieve success. And as I started my first uh, finance company, it was a mortgage uh, finance company, helping people buy and, and refinance um, homes and uh, investment properties and, and that type of thing, working with builders and real estate investors. And in reality, during that time, from let's call it age 23, 24 to 27, 28, when I was in that business, I did uh, you know, achieve what a lot of people would say was success. I was making six figures or multiple six figure earn earnings uh, each year. Uh, in the first uh, full year uh, of that uh, business I launched, I made a, our business uh, brought in like one and a half million dollars. And so on the outside, you know, looked very successful, looked like I had tremendous work ethic, but at the end of the day, I was probably working 35 hours a week, you know, as the business uh, owner. And we, we had uh, time anywhere from 10 to 20 loan officers uh, working for us. And how many books did I read? How many people did I reach out to who are more successful than me to, to find out what I could do for them and achieve some sort of mentorship? Honestly, I don't think I read any books. I mean, I read maybe some uh, entertaining books. Uh, Dan Brown uh, came out with uh, an interesting series of fictional books. And that's about the only books I can remember reading during that time. And, and boy, what a lost opportunity. A lost opportunity on the entrepreneurial tools and skills that I needed to learn. All of the online marketing skills I could have been learning. I could have been learning about sales funnels. I could have been learning about so many things, but I thought in my mind I was being successful, and yet I was a part-time entrepreneur. If you haven't listened to my podcast uh, about uh, one of my mentors, Patrick Bet David, he says that a you know, an entrepreneurship, 40 hours a week makes you part-time, 60 makes you full-time, and 80 makes you all the time. And I'm telling you at the beginning, you better be full or all the time or you're not going to succeed anywhere near the levels you want to. Can you make six figures and have a nice job as an entrepreneur? Absolutely working part-time. But if you really want to succeed, you have to have that work ethic. And that means getting to the office early. It means working late. It means, you know, at night from uh, 9 to 11 p.m. instead of, you know, watching uh, TV with your, your, your spouse, uh, husband, wife, partner, it, you might have to sacrifice some nights and actually do some work from 9 p.m. to midnight. You're going to have to work on weekends. That doesn't mean all day, but you're going to have to put some time in, time that you probably would be you know, not taking advantage of. You're going to have to sacrifice some things. And so that's what this work ethic comes down to for me is not only the time. I mean, lots of people can work hard and stay poor, but the time to invest in the right entrepreneurial books. Uh, as an example of some of those books, you know, good foundational books, 
Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill is one of those. How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie is one of those. The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone is one of those. Dotcom Secrets by Russell Brunson is one of those. Unscripted by MJ DeMarco and The Millionaire Fastlane by MJ DeMarco are some of those entrepreneurial books. So investing your time in those books and then within your industry, there's certain sales skills. There's certain people that you need to be learning from and you should be investing thousands of dollars into their courses. If you're unwilling to do that, then you're not going to be successful. The odds are going to be stacked against you. So this work ethic goes into investing your time, money, and resources into the right things and then executing on it. And not just getting stuck where you are working in the business all the time, but also being able to unplug and work on the business. And that's that's kind of how it works. Sometimes at the beginning, and I've certainly been stuck in this the last few years, you're working in the business all the time because if you don't, you're not going to get the results. You're not going to be able to train up and teach your staff the right way to do their job if you're not doing the job of training them. And so you might have to work 40, 50 hours a week just working in your business and then you might have to work another 20 30 hours working on the business outside of business hours when you're building different projects and different products and campaigns that you're going to launch and so as i think about the last six months as we've launched our funding partner program we've built out an executive level and now a ceo level and there's been you know probably over a hundred hours of trainings that I've had to build for each of these different positions within our, our partner programs. And it's taken probably it's taken thousands of hours and time to actually build those. And I haven't been able to do it as much during business hours because I've had to work on our operations. And now as our team's growing, we're starting to get to leaders and, and uh, my partner Ty's really taking an active role in helping you know, to allow me to work more on the business and to build out different products and projects that are going to take 10x our business that I wouldn't be able to if I was still 100% involved in the operations. Like those are all part of this work ethic, this development. But at the end of the day, you have to be willing to work smarter and harder. Working smarter means you're working on you know, figuring out the ways that your business makes the most amount of profits and being able to spend more time with those, but also realizing you still have to work incredibly hard at it. And especially in the first few years of your entrepreneurship, like that's what's, what it requires, right? But if you do it well for three, five, 10 years, then that's where you can set yourself up for the rest of your life. And then maybe not have to work those type of hours because you've built a team and systems and processes and a brand behind you that now powers itself and isn't requisite that you're doing all of that work. And if you don't make that graduation, then you're just going to always be kind of that small solopreneur and you'll have a you know profitable job, but you won't actually have a profitable business. So that, my friends, is my thought for the day, my topic for you to consider. Where is your Protestant work ethic. Are you early to bed? Are you early to rise? Are you willing to put the hours in, in the weekends, late at night, Monday through Friday? Are you willing to work seven days a week, 365 days a year for two or three years straight? Because if you do, 
you're going to set yourself up for life. And that's, if you've ever, you know, listened to Elon Musk's biography, that's exactly what he did in the early days of PayPal and Tesla. And even still, as uh, he had a massive year last year in the pandemic and added several tens of billions of dollars to his uh, net worth, he did it because he was sleeping at Tesla factories. He did it because he was working on expanding SpaceX to get you know, astronauts into space to the space station. He did it because he has invested in solar with Solar City and the Boring Company projects, and he's getting the right people in the right positions to build these companies, but he's not doing it without the work ethic. Mark Zuckerberg, you know, was seven days a week, 365 days a year for the first few years to get Facebook to where it's at. And obviously, Jeff Bezos, same thing with Amazon. And whether you like or or don't like these people, you sure as hell have to respect their work ethic and their success. And it just didn't happen without the work ethic. So that, my friends, is what today's podcast is about. If you want to dominate in 2021, you've got to be honest and self-aware of your work ethic. Are you reaching for mentors? Are you reaching for the right, right entrepreneurial books? Are you investing and buying products and training to increase your skill set and to get those skills out to your team and your employees and, and sharpening their tools and their abilities by investing in them? And once you're doing that and then you show and inspire your staff what work ethic is all about, there's nothing worse than a business owner whose work ethic is crap and sets a horrible example for their staff. I can think of previous partners of mine that were guilty of this where they're sitting in their freaking office playing Xbox during working hours and then having the audacity to call out our sales team for lack of their work ethic when they're the worst example of work ethic in the whole damn company makes me want to absolutely puke and vomit. So if you're guilty of that, it's time to repent. It's time to turn your work ethic around in 2021. It's time to inspire your family. It's time to inspire your team and show them what work ethic is all about. And if you can't do that from the top, how can you expect the people below you to do it and who are part of your team? If you have these amazing expectations for your children and your children don't see your work ethic, why are they going to believe it that success is going to come, right? Why are they going to believe that they have to work hard? They're not going to. So that, my friends, is what it's all about. If you're not challenging yourself and your work ethic in 2021, success will not be yours. But if you are willing to put in the time, hours, development, invest your resources, your money, and most importantly, your most valuable asset, time, to build your work ethic, that's what it's going to take to succeed in 2021 and make it your breakthrough year. Are you looking for more seven-figure secrets, content, or even how you can launch your own recession-proof business? Then check out sevenfigures.com. That's the digit seven, F-I-G-U-R-E-S.com, where we share more videos, stories, strategies, funding solutions, entrepreneurial education, and even the secret business type that's recession-proof. Thank you for listening, and if you're finding value in our podcast, please give us a five-star and invite others to join the club.